The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. So, uh, red card, red faces for the Reds in Copenhagen, and Ten Hag sees red over VAR. Hey, hey, uh, big time. Uh, I mean, it's like Groundhog Day again, Pat. We're talking about Manchester United and Eric Ten Hag under severe pressure, you'd have to say. You look at the table. You looked at the table during the match last night. The television was certainly giving you the live table, and for a while mm. it looked really good. Bayern Munich went 2 0 up and, and end, or ended up winning that game 2 1 against Galatasaray. They're home and hosed, essentially. And then United were on six. It was Galatasaray on four, and you're thinking, well, they just go to Galatasaray now, get a draw or a win, yeah. and all's good. But um, it just went to crap yesterday. Mm. Now, we were going to talk about Marcus Rashford and his social life, which we will do in a moment. Mm. But uh, he was, I suppose, the villain of the piece in getting a red card. But it took them ages to decide. And my view is if it takes that long, you probably have to give the guy the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, and there was no red card decision on the field from the referee. He was just sent by the VAR officials who maybe looked at it in slow motion. My take really on it is anything is going to look worse in slow motion. And this sure. this tackle did not look good in slow motion, I'll grant you that. And definitely could have been an ankle breaker tackle. But if you actually look at it, he's not looking at the player he's tackling. He's almost trying to get his leg across to, to defend to the, the ball. ball yeah. and to get the ball and, and to maybe get his body in front of him. Um, Rashford looked completely bemused. He was laughing at the sideline official and said, this can't be happening. Eric Ten Hag was seething after the match. And it led to it led to United essentially losing the game. Look, there were other things as well. Diogo Dallo was brutal. Yeah. Uh, Rafael Varane comes on for Johnny comes Evans. On. He didn't want to be on. And, and oh. of course, Maguire and Evans had obviously been, you know, had an understanding before the match as to how they were going to operate the defence. Yeah. And then that is disrupted. 100%. And Rafael Varane, a lot of United fans have been calling for him to start these games of late. He's a World Cup winner. He's, he was really good for Real Madrid. He was good last season for United. This season, he struggled with injuries. But he comes on last night, you could tell straight away, he doesn't yeah. want to be there. Certainly from his body language, he didn't want to be there. And on the pitch, there was one moment in the second half where he takes two touches, two of the worst touches you'll see a prof- professional footballer take, leads to almost a goal for Copenhagen. And then they scored four across the night. I mean, United can't really come up with... Two, like, after the game, Ten Hag's talking about the first goal was offside because there was a player standing in front of Onana. I mean, the red card shouldn't have been a red card. You don't want United to turn into this excuses team. Yeah. And uh, Mick McCarthy uh, was on the panel last night yeah. uh, talking about it, and uh, he was emphatic. Your job. He says, it's, it's in the word. You're a... What? A <laughs> defender. Yeah. <laughs> What's your job? Defend exactly, and he had Richard Dunn, of course, one of the great Irish defenders, one of the great defenders, sitting yeah. beside him in the <laughs> studio, nodding his head vociferously. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, yeah, Eric Ten Hag is running out of lifelines. This this game against mm-hmm. Luton Town at Old Trafford on, on Saturday afternoon, all of a sudden, is absolutely crucial. The international break comes after that, Pat. Yeah, perfect time to get rid of a manager. I mean, uh, yeah, but what kind of a manager do you need? I mean, they've tried all the recipes, if you like. They have, um, and they really haven't. Get, I mean, they've given some managers time. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer was given a bit of rope. Raf Reinick wasn't given much. Jose Mourinho was given a, a, a small bit of time. Moyes certainly wasn't given enough. Uh, mm. But Ten Hag just, look, the, the fact that this is his second year in charge as well. He had last season. We thought they'd, they'd push on from last season. They looked like a mid-table team in the Premier League. If they finish ninth or 10th mm. this season, they can't be too uh, upset or possibly confused with that because that's where they are at the moment. Yeah. Now, moving on to Marcus Rashford's mm. social life and he was hammered uh, for going to a nightclub to celebrate his birthday <laughs> with uh, some of his friends. Wasn't a late night, turned up to training on time, bang on time the next morning mm. and yet. Yes. So this is the the China White nightclub in, in Manchester. A nightclub I've been to myself, Pat. I wasn't in the VIP section as I'm sure Marcus <laughs> Rashford was. But he was celebrating his 26th birthday. Um, you can kind of understand a young man doesn't want to miss out on too many of the key milestones in his life. Context, they've just been beaten by Man City. That's the important context. The same day, 
So a 3-0 defeat at home to Manchester City, the team you do not want to lose against. I mean, there was a game last week in one of the Barcelona, it was Ilkay Gundogan for Barcelona, after they lost to Real Madrid, comes out and says, I don't know why some of the young players in that dressing room are smiling. We just lost to Real Madrid. I don't know why they're not, they're not upset. And he had just come from the Man City winning environment under Pep Guardiola. Rashford needs to maybe think of something like that. That's what some yeah. fans would say, that attitude. But, but, but what is your attitude? Do they have a right to a private life, to a social life? Well, that's the thing. They, they 100% do. These players, of course, have the right to celebrate. The other argument is that they're making so much money to be in the best position, position they can. Like, did Rashford perform as good as he could the next morning in training, given he had that relatively late night? Mm. Look, I, I'm, probably, I'm probably leaning towards, I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate here a little bit, I'm leaning towards, you deserve a social life. Just don't be maybe drinking yeah. and don't stay out too late. Yeah, mind you, you, you know, you put your head down for nine months and then you've got uh, three months of... Plenty uh, of time. Plenty of time. As Jack Grealish has months. shown, you get plenty of time to enjoy <laughs> it in the off-season. <laughs> All right. Finally, Pat Jennings and a statue. Yeah, Pat Jennings uh, awarded us, I say awarded a statue, but in his hometown of, of Newry yesterday, he was so emotional, Pat. He, he said it meant everything to him. You had the likes of Ledley King, you had uh, other Spurs legends showing up for him. Liam Brady, of course, he played with with, uh, with Arsenal. 119 caps for Northern Ireland. This is a man who scored as a goalkeeper in a charity shield as well. It's led me to think, 53106 in the text, what Irish sports people deserve a statue? What statues do we not know about? But, but certainly, what statues in little towns and villages across this country should have a statue to sports people? Because clearly, to Pat Jennings yesterday, it meant so much. Yeah, and uh, he had been unwell. He fell on, fell on well at the Chelsea Spurs game on Monday night and then all of a sudden two days later he's at the I'm Sunday I'm delighted to hear he's Great back hear. In, in good nick. Shane Hannon from Off The Ball uh, thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance weekdays at 9am on News Talk.